Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Zero Dark Nerdy, the world's most notorious culture podcast brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and betonline.ag for all your sports betting needs. This is your boy, Brian, a.k.a. El Nino, and today I'm joined with Mateo the Conqueror, a.k.a. your casual genius. Excellent. And Jadon, a.k.a. Thank you, Trivia Man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess... I guess that leaves me and, and to stick with Matt's theme, uh, Ryan Saba, a.k.a. He Who Remains, a.k.a. Captain Cleveland Browns, Cavs, Indians, C-L-E, Till I Die. And no, Jerry, I'm not in the bathroom. This is my Browns gear. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so as you may have taken notice during the intros and AKAs, we are going to be talking about the first uh, film in phase five of the MCU which is Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, helping us dive a little bit further into the multiverse saga as phases four, five, and six go. So we're going to be going over some highlights, some lowlights, and of course, most importantly, our scores based on our coin system, one out of five coins. So um, I'm more than happy to kick it off to you. Yeah, you go. All right. I'll, I'll go you ahead. never go first. <laughs> yeah, you all go right. first. I'll go ahead and go first. No, you, you always get the table scraps. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just kind of like being the hall monitor, just directing traffic a little bit without being like the snitch at the same time. Now, did you, when did you see the movie? When did you okay. get to see it? So, Saba and I saw it Thursday. We went to the 530 showing. Okay. So, yeah, directed by Peyton Reed. Jonathan Majors, let's just go ahead and throw it out there. We talked about this a little bit on our, you know, streaming episode and even our 2023 movie preview episode. The guy's an up-and-coming superstar and has been for a minute, you know, since Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. And then on top of that, you know, we're about a couple weeks away from Creed 3. He's in everything now, yeah, like yeah. around now. He's He's been on the rise for a little bit. And I got to say, he makes a great Kang, but different variants of Kang, which we'll get to here in a little bit. This is one version of Kang that we saw was Kang the Conqueror. And then we'll see if he comes back. By the way, in case you didn't know, obviously major spoilers ahead for those of you listening to the episode. Um, besides that, I thought Katie M. O'Brien, who played Gentora, was phenomenal. I was really glad to see her make it through the film. And William Jackson Harper, which you may know from The Good Place. Cheaty. Yeah. 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 I thought his his little introduction to the MCU, I'd like to see him more often. You know, I'm we glad get, he lived, yeah. Yeah, we get to see this whole world within a world because, you know, last time we saw Janet Van, Janet Van Dyne, am I saying that right? Yes. Yeah. You know, she was like, it was just me down there by myself, which ended up not being the truth. She's a liar. Matt Kang down there, and there's a whole other world down there. So she is a liar. (laughs) Seeing Cheaty with powers, that was really fun. It was. It's it's like an introduction to the different kind of stuff we're going to start seeing with mutants and whatnot. Exactly. Exactly. Bet Online so. remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. 
Head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE, that's spelled B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag. Besides that, like, here, here's a couple of, of my gripes. I think Lord Kryler, Bill Murray, was was a waste of using Bill Murray's talents. You know, yes, we only got to see did. him for a couple minutes, and then that was it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would have liked to have seen him maybe as being um, – not the architect. Uh, what's Je- what's Jeff Goldblum's character? The uh, Grandmaster. The Grandmaster, like maybe his brother, something like that. Oh, which, another one of them. Another one of the uh, elder elders of the universe. Right. You know, I just felt like this was a, a giant waste of just Bill Murray's talents for, for two minutes in an MCU film. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, I mean, you know, the, to me, I, I feel like these these last two phases, phase four and phase five, Maybe we were spoiled, and I do want to throw this out here. Maybe we were so spoiled from phases two through three in the MCU that we are being really, really picky right now on phases phase on phases four and five because I just feel very underwhelmed with this film in general. And that's just where I want to leave it. Like, it's not terrible. It's not the worst thing I've seen, in you know, since, since Infinity War and, uh, you know, since Endgame. But I just, besides Spider-Man, No Way Home, and even, honestly, Eternals, which still gets a bad rap, and I don't know why. Shang-Chi was good, man. And Shang-Chi was great. And Shang-Chi, you know, this one, it's up there in the top five. But this is, if we, you know, again, another episode for another day, we start comparing these to the first three phases. I feel like, again, this is just something to wear. I, I do I do truly believe dude, phases two and three, especially we were very, dude very phase one of the infinity saga was fucking trash. Okay. Right, that's why I said take take the Iron Man movies out of there. Like the first Captain America was not great. Right. Thor's no, were not great. I mean I liked I, Jerry, I understand I like them too. <laughs> but let's be honest with each other here. Like I think we're doing a little bit of like uh, romanticizing about the past, right? When we start to stack these things up against each other. There, there was more well-known characters, mm-hmm. um, you know, bigger names that they've run through. And now it's on Kevin Feige and the rest of this team to make these new name characters, the kind of the secondary, the, 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 the second tier, if you will, mm-hmm. as popular and as important and as, um, you know, just as, 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 as loved as they did with Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, you know, and Captain America, the whole nine yards. So I don't know. I just, I didn't want to cut like you I off said, there, I, but I didn't say phase one phases two and three. Cause you got to think about it too. There's properties like guardians of the galaxy, which, you know, 90% of the comic book population doesn't know shit about, which is probably one of the most loved IPs in the MCU period. I understand. Well, I guess where I'm going with this is if we're going to stack it up, we, you got to say, okay, how does phase four compare to phase one? Sure. How does phase phase five compare to phase two? Right. Right? That, because that's the progression. They're in the same place. And they're also losing their point, man, that knows how to take obscure characters and make them lovable. Very good point. He's, he's, I mean, I think guardians three is going to blow our minds. Oh God. Yes. Like that one. After seeing Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, I'm confident <laughs> in saying that Guardians 3 is going to be the one where we're like, yes, finally, this yeah. is it. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then. Yeah. <laughs> and the, but the thing is, though, it's also like two-sided. <laughs> if it does, and we're like, 
well, shit, our, our guy's gone now. He's, yeah. he's in D.C. land. So, do you think he would leave him with a turd to hold? Like, no, do you think no, he would no, do that? Not to them? at all. Not at all. It it's would wrapping never up the story. But yeah, it's wrapping up their story. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So he's going to do his best. It's going to be great. Exactly. And then before we get to Matthew, my last thing is I really wish they would have put Michael Pena in there as Lewis, yeah. even in a mid and post credit scene. I feel like he's always been the glue that kept the first two Ant-Man movies together. Mm hmm. And just not seeing him at all, which I understand this whole thing took place in, you know, in the quantum verse, <laughs> which is a little disappointing because that whole crew, I mean, obviously Michael Pena is like, yeah. great, but the, the, the Russian, the Russian dude, T.I., like that, that yeah. whole threesome for like yeah. comedic effect is fucking great, man. I would have loved to have seen them just in a mid or post credit scene. And we'll, we'll get to that here at the end. But Matthew, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp? Well, it Wasp wasn't, it wasn't much comedy to it. Agreed. Right? Compared like, to the first two, especially. Compared to the first two. And the last one that we had was Lo Love and Thunder, right? Which yeah. was, there was too much of it where we were just like, okay, tone it down a notch. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and man, is, he's Paul Rudd. He's funny. Yeah. Right? So we want to see the funny. Um, it's just, I guess, like, the, man under stress. <laughs> very stressed. <laughs> stressful. Like, he's got a teenager now. Like, Dude, when Modoc, when I'm laughing at Modoc, like yeah. though he really got the only like actual out loud Same. laughs. Yeah, because he Same. said, "I'm an Avenger now." Yeah, <laughs> that then, was funny. The hand, the hand to the face, <laughs> yeah. the hand to the face, the and then I dad. and then I died as an Avenger. I was like, "That <laughs> yeah, was my buddy. only." You could ask sure, that was my only out loud, like out loud, like ha! <laughs> during the whole movie, and that was it. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the comedy was. Uh, it didn't exist really, um, which is okay. It was a lot, a lot. I, I got a lot of Star Wars vibes. Um, I was thinking the same. You know, thing. it's like yep. you go down there, and there's different cities, and there's different like uh, weird groups stuff of people, and the guy I think that was. I think that was intentional. Cloaks that you see their eyes. It's like Jawas. Like come on, it's it's all. Buildings holding other buildings. Yeah, fell. it was like that. That was crazy. It was a reach uh, for me. It was a reach. Um, I get it. Quantum realm. You keep going down and more shit happens. But they didn't really explain who these people were, where they came from, right. how they were born. Why some of them look human. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, even Bill Murray was confused. He's like, I don't know what the hell. Yeah. He's like, oh, the human. I hear this word before. Yeah. Ants? Do we have ants here? <laughs> and even the Bill Murray part was so super like truncated. And he, I mean, it was kind of like poetic justice when he got eaten by the thing that he just ate. Yeah, that was kind of cool. A lesser star could have played Crowler. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. this will be the only time we're ever going to see Bill Murray in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. And again, I just feel it's a waste. I was entertained. I bet he got paid though. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> See, I don't, I'm not putting that much weight on this movie mm -hmm. um, in comparison to like the, you know, sure. civil wars and stuff like that. Because like this is continuing a story. In fact, it's like introducing. It is like like Saber said, it's like part one. Uh, we don't actually see what's going to happen with Kang until the very end. Right. Right. You know, we see the Council of Kangs and stuff. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, so I like I appreciate that for what it is as far as like advancing a story. Um, other than that, like I, I was I was entertained. It was cool. Uh, Modoc 
looked terrible to me. Oh god, I did not. Horrible. Like All horrible. I did was do this and this to his face. Yeah, it was like he was looking was, in a fishbowl. It was bad. <laughs> you done with the face? Yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, it was like they had a GIF. Nobody had a JPEG. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And they, and they tried to expand it, and it just like you know when you do a GIF, you try to expand it, and it just looks like shit. Or well, when that's, you send that's a what picture from an iPhone to a uh, yes, <laughs> that, that's exactly that's what it was. Like we have the money, <laughs> and he's dead. Yeah. Right? I mean, obviously, there's the whole other universes and all of that. Because uh, we definitely got a whole thing of Kangs. It's a Darren Cross abomination. Yeah. Not to use the word abomination. That's not that's another yeah. character. But I yeah. did like how they did keep calling him Darren, though. Yeah. Which would just Come keep on, pissing Darren. him off mm-hmm. even more and more throughout the movie. I am not Darren. <laughs> and then I finally figured out what Modoc stood for. And they like, oh... That was cute. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. The highlight for me was like the the counselor Kangs and Jonathan Majors. Like he's yeah. he's really good. Yeah, he's really good. Agreed. That's where I'm at. I enjoyed myself. Thanks. <laughs> I'm ready for Guardians. <laughs> What are my thoughts? It he wasn't deep thoughts with Jerry. I had a great time. <laughs> I really did. I I enjoyed myself, but it didn't really do much for the I mean it it's planning it was it was uh Age of Ultron again. Basically. Yeah. Like it's it's setting up other movies and also there's this big bad guy that gets defeated. Like whoever wrote it, uh, I don't like it. But he didn't though. Well, we don't. It's another clip. Like, oh, we don't know. Is dizzy dizzy? Don't know. Come on, like yeah. <laughs> Come on, buddy. It was a little weird when he died. Yeah, when I think Kang, he got, I, Kang died. He yeah. should have gotten like, a little closer to achieving his goals yeah. before being thwarted at least and not killed, quote unquote. Well, and then yeah. there was the whole Paul Paul Rudd thing. Like, I don't know. Did I do the right thing? Or? Right. But we just did this with Is that how Sylvie. we're leaving the movie? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, uh, Kang the Conqueror is one of the main villains of Fantastic Four. Yeah. So hopefully whenever we get that, we get, I guess we're going to get whoever's going to be in Kang Dynasty. And I think it's just going to be the Kang Council at right. that point. But that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm not even speculating. I just want to watch it happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not going to shit on this movie because it's laying groundwork. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed Age of Ultron, you know. I, I like Age of Ultron. I liked yeah. it. It's just, it didn't seem like one cohesive story. It felt like a lot mm-hmm. just thrown together. And then we eventually get to it. Um, the ants were an afterthought. I remember in the theater when Hank Pym, the little, the the noise from his hearing aid went off. And I'm like, ooh, he's talk- oh, shit, he's talking to the ants down there. Oh, and yeah. then you never see anything. You don't see him for like... Until they save the day minutes. at the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. that could have been, you know, massaged a little <laughs> for like, me. All this yeah. technology, they still can't fucking talk. <laughs> so, some of the time, I'd rather be watching the advanced ants in their society. <laughs> right. Right. And some of the, like, I, do, I don't care you about... You want a Disney Plus show of it? I don't care about um, Cassie in this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't care about her. Mm-hmm. Uh She's she's too big for her britches in this film. It, it's the whole thing like they're they're too good too early mm-hmm. kind of shit. Like yeah, she's had time to like tinker with science and you know send signals, but I don't think she's been in the 
goddamn judo room, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, it took Ant-Man a whole movie to, to learn how to use that suit properly and, and to grow. That's the tallest in this movie. That's the tallest he's ever grown. And she was right up there with him. Yeah. No problem at all. Yeah. At the very least, he, sh he could have like got down on one knee and hugged her, you know, something like that. <laughs> like you should not be that fucking big yeah. at, at this point. Yeah. But whatever. I don't know. I, <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. It's yeah. just a lot of nitpicky stuff sure. going on in the movie. Agreed. Um, I did like seeing all the versions of Kang and mm -hmm. I hope it gets better story wise. Like they need to focus on the movies less like just let the Easter eggs pop up and let us talk about progressing the story. But don't let that be the focus of the yeah. movie. Tell the one story, please. Yeah. I'm done with the cliffhanger. Are they dead? Are they not dead? Right. Kill them or don't kill them. Right. <laughs> right. Let them run We're, off to save another day. Save that for, you know, 10 plus years and start doing that again. Yeah. It's, it's over. It's played out. Agreed. Agreed. Captain Cleveland from the men's room. What do you got going on? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say this. I hear you. I hear, I hear everything you guys are saying, but I, I really, I really liked it. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. And I'm going to say a couple things here. I'm going to say number one, Kang, Jonathan Majors, everything and more um, that I expected that we talked about. Um, what I will say this is the reason why he was defeated, and they will probably explain this later. Kang is so much more powerful on Earth than he is in the quantum realm. And I think that is one of the reasons why he was able to be defeated there because it's like, you know, Anybody seen uh, John Carter when he goes to fucking when he goes to Mars and he's able to like run and like jump and fly and shit because he's just his he's um you know the the changes yeah the changes in environment yeah. I think that's one of the reasons and that will probably be explained down the line uh why they were able to win you know their their battle with Kang um but on the flip side, maybe that's what he wanted to happen, right? Like, you don't know. So there's all those things to take into consideration. Um, Mateo, I'm glad you brought up Thor. I really am glad you brought up Thor because all of my gripes with Thor Love and Thunder, this is the movie that I was suggesting or recommending that Thor should have been, right? Thor was way over the fucking top, just silly, right? Whereas this was silly but it was still a fucking superhero movie you know what i mean like it still, still had a movie yeah exactly it still had all the elements it still had all the elements it still had everything that we love about these movies but yet it was still playful and funny and like this different world and things like that like when i was bitching about thor and, and not liking it this is what i wanted so this is a really good piece. And Tim Howell, I know you're out there, buddy. I know you're listening. Shout out to Tim. He was pissed when I was like, fuck Thor Love and Thunder, you know? <laughs> so Tim, <laughs> Tim, when, when I said that, this is the movie that I wanted. Um, and yeah, dude, Star Wars vibes, total Star Wars vibes. I think that was totally intentional, right? Totally intentional. I feel like they set out to make a Star Wars type movie. And you know what? Why not? Because motherfucking... That whole crew over there is killing Marvel right now with the series, man. Like, 
and and they should they should take a few pages out of the books of of what what um, Dave Filoni and, and those guys and and Favreau and Kathleen Kennedy are doing with that with those Star Wars properties because that shit is fucking good. Um, do I have any gripes? Not really. Um, I'm not going to get as nitpicky as you guys do. That's sort of your wheelhouse. You guys read comic books. You know what I mean? We talk about this a lot. A lot of this stuff is like an introduction for me to this. So I don't have any sort of frame of reference. It's like when you read the book and then you go see the movie and you're like, oh, this shit's trash. Like the book was so much better, right? Like you guys have sort of those vibes happen. I respect it. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not knocking you. I, I respect that. But this, so I don't have a lot of gripes. I would say, you know, just to go back Dude, when fucking Jonathan Majors went ape shit at the end, he's like, I'm fucking, I'm Kang, you know, like that shit was like, you could feel it in your bones. Like this dude goes on this emotional sort of roller coaster of like being totally like calm, cool, and collected, just being on the fucking edge of out of control at the flip of a switch. And I love that. I love that shit. I'm not going to say it reminds me of myself. Um, <laughs> But I've seen oh, it. Gonna say it. Is a I've I've seen it before. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, I you know, and and the ants coming at the end. You know what? I'm going to tell you something. It was an opportunity for Hank Pym to kind of shine a little bit in the way that he has it in the first two movies. When he came walking up with all those fucking ants, Michael Douglas had sort of this cocky ass like that shit. Just thinking about even now gives me a little bit of goosebumps. Like that was a moment in the movie where I had some like feels because I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, Hank. You know, like like make it fucking happen. The ants came, they saved the day, which was great, and we got the backstory about how they, you know, time impacts people differently in the quantum realm, and the ants had been there for thousands of years or whatever. So. You know, that was really great. And, and guys, I'm going to say one thing. I thought the Bill Murray shit was funny. Um, just the total innuendos that he'd fuck Janet. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That was like, the only highlight. But I'm saying, like, I was laughing out loud with that shit because. He's like Ernie McCracken in space. Yeah. Not only. <laughs> I mean, he, so he, hit, he hit Hank with like three. Three in a two minute span of I fucked your wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> Did I? Did I, Hank? Did I? I don't know. And he didn't you know? get sucker punched either. Yeah. So, like you guy. know, I'll give him that. You know, I mean, the, you, look, it was a different movie was exactly what they wanted. What Peyton Reed and whoever wrote it with him is exactly what they wanted it to be. Um, they wanted it to be different. They wanted it to be an Ant-Man movie. They wanted it to be silly, but they still wanted it to be a superhero movie. And I think they hit on all those key notes. And oh, by the way. You've got a fucking Denzel Washington-esque superstar, merging superstar that you get to really introduce to the world and sort of like flex his muscles. And that dude is fucking cut. If you haven't seen the Creed trailer, Jesus. Um, <laughs> but like flex his muscles a little bit, show that, you know, he can he can be that that big bad but he also has acting chops and, and and can stand up with the best of them. And let's be honest, um, you know, the MCU needs that a little bit right now. Um, you know, I, look, I love Chris Hemsworth, right? But Chris Hemsworth isn't ever going to win a fucking Academy Award. Like Paul Rudd isn't going to win an Academy Award. Like Robert Downey Jr. could have won, an, has been nominated, could win, might still win at some point. Like, and I get it. They've had a lot of secondary characters like uh, Christian Bale and some others, you know, that, that have come in here. But like they're they're building 
Josh Brolin has won Academy Awards, right? So Thanos is gone. Iron Man's gone. So now you've got this like um, master, you've got this master level actor that is going to be the sort of anchor of the rest of this phase of phase five and phase six. So, you know, Jonathan Majors and his Kane character is going to be the anchor of this for the next, I don't know, three or four years, I guess. So, you know, I think the MCU is in really good hands and I'm, I'm with Matt 100%. Like I'm done with like speculation and like trying to like figure out, like, you know, like make my own little like guess of where the stars are going to align and what's going to happen. Like, I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to um, just enjoy it. Uh, it's going to be a different ride. You know, the infinity saga is probably going to be the glory days. You know what I mean? It probably, it probably is. And you know, that's fine, but this can be good. You know, the multiverse saga can be good in a different way. And we've got more shows coming. We got Loki and we got some other things. So, you know, yeah, I, and no, none of us have done our, our, um, our coins yet. So I guess I will yeah, start, start that. I'm, I'm going to give it four, four solid four coins, man. Like this, in my opinion is, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, Brian, when you were speaking, this is probably a top three or four movie, in my opinion, of what we've seen so far in phase four. And then obviously this is the beginning of phase five, but I think it's, it's right up there with the Shang-Chi's, the, um, the Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. I mean, we can kind of break it down and go through it, but I think it's right up there with those movies. So I give it four. I give it four, four solid four points. All right. For me, I'm going to give it three. Um, again, I, I think you and Matthew and Jerry, all solid points. You know, I don't want to make this an ass kissing festival. And you're right. You know, it, it's hard to go into this thinking about the glory days. And I think I've definitely done a lot of that. And I need to go into it more open minded and not go into it as someone that's read the books and going to a movie that has seen the book expecting it to be the same. So with that being said, I'm still going to give it three. You know, at the end of the day, rewatchability, that's a big factor in my coin rating. It always has been, always will be. You know, if I give you a five, that means I can pretty much watch you all day, every day, day and night. You know, four, once a month, once a week, maybe. Three, it's on there to where if it's on, you know, TBS, and I just happen to have like YouTube TV and I'm on <laughs> TBS, <laughs> even though everything's streaming now. You know, I'll pop it back in. I thought the performances were good. You know, again, I, I did I did feel some lacks in there. And yeah, with Modoc, the whole the his his face, it really looked like he was looking into a damn goldfish bowl. But besides that, I mean he is like supposed to look Instagram ridiculous. Filter. You're right. He is supposed to look ridiculous. I mean, we can all agree with that. I just feel like with all the money that they have in their budget, they could have made him look more fucking ridiculous yeah. than just stretching <laughs> his face out. And it's like, did we run out of money on that? Like, do you like it? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> horrible looking. Right, right. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I mean, it's pretty like not terrifying. It's just like I, nobody wants to look at you, dude. Oh, man. You know, and I'm glad that they at least had like he has the shield. Yes, please. that has really the original face that we all know and love from the comics and the shows and everything else. You so at least they were making up for it yeah. in some way, shape, or form on that. But again, Jonathan Majors, as everybody has, has been talking about, I mean, I'm excited about this this realm. I am. I think it's only going to hopefully get better. You know, after Guardians, we're going to see what happens. We're not going to see the Guardians again for a while, at least the majority of them. We're expecting a couple losses. 
you know, it's definitely another podcast for another day. But uh, yeah, three three gold coins uh, from me for for Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. I'm splitting the difference, three and a half. Okay. Um, there was some corny parts in this movie. I mean, it was mostly the dialogue. Mm-hmm. You know, Michelle Pfeiffer is like, "You got my back, always, babe." Come on. Always, babe. I mean, and there was a lot of that. Like, yeah. What do you say? Um, I don't have to win. We just both have to lose. Mm-hmm. And who fucking believes that <laughs> Paul Rudd's going to win shooting the fair one with Jonathan Majors? Right. Who is Kang? I don't. It, that part bothered me. Even too. both without There's their powers. Fighting. One. There was a fist fight. Yeah. Yeah. And Paul Rudd won. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, that's we fair. We saw a preview yeah. for Creed 3. Yeah, we've, seen, we've all seen the trailer. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, I was entertained, I, but like I said, man, I got Star Wars vibes. Even even when they went to the that bar where Bill that Murray was. That was the big Star Wars vibes. Yeah. Was that like, bar. Yeah, I felt like they were going to Cantina. Yeah. 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 I was waiting for them to be like, <laughs> I know these guys. Yeah. Where's Luke? I mean, Where's Obi-Wan at? I mean, it's a gift and a curse. It's like, where are you going to go? Right. But don't go there. It's already been done. Uh, so uh, three and a half. I'll watch it again. I told Jerry as soon as we left, I want to see that on my TV. Yeah. I will watch yeah. it again. And like I said, because to me, I think it's always a big difference, too, when you get hyped. And I already saw, and I'm not a big fan of reviews, but everybody was coming in, like, super negative. I'm like, man, it can't be that bad. I ignore that shit. And it wasn't that bad. Like, people were going into this like, oh, it's got the lowest MCU rating on Rotten Tomatoes and blah, 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 which to me, that's all bullshit anyways. Who gives a fuck what Rotten Tomatoes is? Is anybody going, oh, I want to go see a movie this weekend. Let's check Rotten Tomatoes. Right, right, (laughs) exactly. But yeah, I, I do like getting a second opinion when I can watch it at home and I've already seen it and then I can just really just truly really enjoy it for what it is. Was it just the the DC people putting like ruining the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> doing all the rotten tomatoes? I can't um, do the half thing on there. But yeah, it could be. It could be. Yeah. Jerry, um, what you got? I would agree with Mateo here. It, it's three and a half. It's enjoyable to watch. It's mm-hmm. just the story sucks. But everything else about it, it's gorgeous. They use the volume again, like they used it in Thor, they use it in Star Wars stuff. Um, it looks amazing. It's except except for Darren Cross's face. <laughs> right. The one thing. Right. But it's it's a pretty major thing. It's okay. Uh one a, a big gripe. Uh where the hell is Wasp in this movie? Barely in the movie. Yeah. Wait, well, wasn't there like billing. a million of her? Yeah, at the end of the movie. Yeah, at the end. Well, yeah, okay. She's but. just kind of there when she needed to be there instead of being a top build character. Mm-hmm. Her name's in the title. So three and a half. It was, I'll, I definitely want to watch it again and again and again, and it'll probably grow on me. And then later on when we see newer uh, things come out from Marvel, then we'll kind of be like, put, put it together. Oh yeah. That's what they were doing. That's what they were trying to put together. Right. And then maybe I'll appreciate it more then, which is the payoff. Yeah. Right. yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. I want to see it though. Again. Yeah. So I think there's also all this anticipation on when is all this other stuff going to happen? Like, when do we get like 
more mutant stuff. When mm-hmm. is Blade going to get like somewhat of more of an introduction than he did at the end of Eternals? So I think it's a lot of that too that has to do with this phase. After they bought Fox, it's like, holy shit, there's so much more that they can do with this. Hence, Secret Wars, and they could have done it if they would have bought, you know, had that property, you know, those properties in phases one through three. Mm-hmm. You just reminded me that Mahershala was coming, so that kind of yeah. takes my whole like kind of maybe that 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 Oscar. That whole Oscar spiel I just went on, like with Mahershala, I mean, that's that dude's got got it in a in spades. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. is he is at the top of the mountain right now. As always, thank you guys for listening to and gals out there and people all across the world, all across the planet for listening to Zero Dark Nerdy. Uh, be sure to check us out on social media, Zero Dark Nerdy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all that fun stuff. And of course, our website, MySpace pop culturepodcast.com <laughs> myspace it's just us and tom out there yeah. <laughs> he's my friend that's right he's uh, he's everybody's friend popculturepodcast.com courtesy of our good friends over at zibster that is z-i-b-s-t-e-r.com for some amazing websites and social media packages out there on behalf of the zdn crew we will see you next time hey, hey. And anger management? Fuck anger management. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.